do it in like okay. the real podcasts. Like at some point, no, they just click they just, the button. Like, they start recording incredibly yeah. early, and then yeah, yeah. just like people are idly talking. Down. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like some of the ones that I listen to, genuinely, like they, it'll be like three minutes in, and one of the, like someone will be like, "Oh, did we start?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, we're just gonna use this." <laughs> So welcome to our video game related podcast. Uh, we were at one point unnamed and then we are named Party Chat Cast. And now we are still not sure if we want to be called that. So uh, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't followed no. up with an announcement of the real name. Wait, no. <laughs> you just picked. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> so you just took the time to tell them, hey, we do not know our name. Just to yeah. update you, uh, maybe one day we'll you know. know. It. I was going to say, if they're listening to this, they know our name because they're from the future. Um, anyways, this is a casual podcast where we talk about games, gaming, and whatever else catches our attention. And with me, uh, I'm Greg. I'm the host, at least for today. Maybe we'll try to make some of the hosts. But uh, with me, I have my friends, Packy and James, if you guys Hello. want to say hi. Hello. Um, and uh, there was actually kind of a lot of news this last week, obviously, uh, you know, surprising amount for just kind of like a random week it felt like you know there you stopped at an event yeah it was it, was it feels like we're finally out of the summer because i feel like the summer is just yeah. a dead period for gaming and now we're in the fall and stuff is actually starting to happen and yeah it all seemed to happen at once this week it was already going to be big with the nintendo direct and the uh the sony state of play but then a bunch of other stuff happens that i've not yeah and then there was there was the yeah, there is the Ubisoft uh, Forward event, which they talked uh, about various different things. And then uh, kind of interestingly, which maybe we'll start with this because I feel like this will be kind of a short one, is uh, Bonnie Ross is leaving 343 Industries. Um, sadly, it's because of a, a family health event. And so I hope obviously like everything is going well. I don't have you know negative wishes towards anyone. Um, but at the same time, I am kind of excited to see what the future brings i feel like 343 was in need of a little bit of a shakeup, so um kind of a bad cause to start a shakeup, but uh who knows what this what this will bring so i will certify be- you said before this happened that you thought it would be a good thing if she left but you thought there was no way that she could be like forced out or anything like that so yeah obviously everybody's you're sad when it's for a reason like this but does seem well, like so it's the interesting, be for the best for everybody. Yeah, I yeah. The interesting thing too about it is uh in her statement is there's a blurb about uh like it was something like I had hoped to stay through the winter season or something like that. And obviously that's very you know nondescript. No one knows what that means. Maybe she was planning on leaving anyways, just because she's been there for like 15 years, I think. And she's like, I've I've done what I wanted to do. I want a you know career change or or maybe whatever cause is causing her to leave now uh was already going on and it just happened to get worse so she was like oh i could put it off till you know till winter um and it turns out oh no i can't um so so who knows i i did think that was interesting though like clearly this was going to happen um uh, at some point this year it sounds like just it happening a little bit sooner um she's, anyways yeah i thought that was interesting she's older right she's like in her late 50s early 60s uh probably i mean she's been there for 15 years let's see i'm gonna i got my handy dandy yeah, google here google. i'm just thinking age that she probably 54 to 55 yeah 
crypto. And I mean, <laughs> she's probably made unreal amounts of money on top of that. So it's more like, it I mean, I, I'm sure she's set. She's to looking retire. for a way she, out. Right. Yeah. And she was like, all right, well, it's just more convenient to do it early for this unfortunate reason. Um, yeah. So that, that, that was interesting, you know, in, in three for three halo related news, uh, there's also an event going on right now, the yapping and why I, I think it's kind of interesting to mention is because, uh, this event was clearly meant to come out at Easter. It, it is an Easter event. Like it is fun colors. The thing in the store right now is bunny ears. Like it, this is an Easter event coming out in September, which is an excellent indicator of why they needed a little bit of a shakeup. Yeah. But I mean, replacing even the person at the top, I don't think it's going to make a drastic change anytime. Oh, soon. yeah. No, stuff like this takes a very, very long time to actually see noticeable outcomes from it. So, um, but yeah, no, that, that was interesting. Uh, that was kind of one of the like random pieces of news you were talking about, as opposed to, you know, like the the Ubisoft event or the, the state of play, which uh, I mean, what do you guys want to talk about? Uh, which one do we want to start with? The Nintendo Direct is the funniest. The Sony Direct was the best, but the Ubisoft Direct is the one I'm most interested to hear about because I don't know anything about it. So I didn't follow anything from the Sony or the Nintendo. So. Oh, I, I've got the clip I, notes. I saw the headlines and I watched the trailer for God of War. That's obviously the thing that stuck out the most from the state of play is the God of War trailer. <laughs> That's what most people. I, I I haven't seen anything about the Nintendo Direct actually. No, I think. Oh, I. Okay, start, let's start, start with Nintendo. Start with I'm so yeah, excited <laughs> about Nintendo <laughs> because they did. I there's two parts of Nintendo that I've always adored. It's Nintendo's ability to make really fun and interesting games that appeal to just about everybody, and Nintendo's ability to be a billion dollar company and completely fumble with these terrible, terrible ideas and do things really, really badly. Um, in a way, like so terribly, it's funny. So ter- they don't do. I think. A lot of companies, uh, I'm trying to think of a good one, people who just like are kind of mediocre. Um, I think there's a lot of mediocrity in gaming now, but Nintendo really manages to keep it interesting with being excellent or terrible. And they manage to have both. So It's really true. They're, they're so good at it. They manage to be interesting, which, you know, that's something. Um, so the good was that um, Pikmin has long been one of their mm-hmm. most like favorite, kind of a little more niche than the mainline series, but people really, really liked it. It's been like almost a decade or something since Pikmin 3 and Pikmin 4 got announced, mm-hmm. um, which very everybody's very, very happy for. Very little information. They didn't even show gameplay, but we do have Pikmin 4. Do you not count Pikmin Bloom as a Pikmin game? I was like, not going to mention come on. it. No. <laughs> I fully saw it, and that was also most of what they showed in the Direct, by the way, was all about the mobile no game. No shit. They, they showed Pikmin Bloom at the Direct? It was most of it. The Pikmin 4 news, which is all that people took away from it, was literally the very end of it. He says, oh, by the way, and then they do the title reveal of Pikmin 4, and then he says, and I've got a shirt, and that's it. (laughs) That's all they show for (laughs) Pikmin 4. Everything else about, like, the three, five minutes they took for Pikmin was all about the mobile game, which I wasn't even going to say the name of. Which, uh, for those who don't know, that is made by Niantic, who are the people who make Pokemon Go, and I haven't personally played it, but Niantic... I was going to say, Niantic tends to do a pretty good job at what they do. Like, they've been doing it for a while now, and their games are normally pretty solid for... Mm-hmm. Like, if that's what you're looking for, if you're looking for that, like, pseudo-real-world 
I guess you could call it AR type experience. Yeah. Uh, like they, they're the cream of the crop, right? So if you're interested in Pikmin and you like that type of game, like Pokemon Go or whatever, then like you should totally check out Pikmin Bloom. Those 17 people will be really happy with that game. Um, <laughs> I do think it's I, bigger I, than I that. Know, but see, it's, that it's implies huge. that we had 17 people listening to this podcast. So really, we had like two, and then none of the two are interested in Pokemon Go and Pikmin Bloom. I do think I, it's funny in a lot of the, the summaries that I read of Nintendo, because I saw that part of the Nintendo Direct. I actually watched it. But they, and I looked up a couple of the articles to get a full, full game list, and most of them did what I did, where there was like, most of it was about Pikmin 4, and then they had like, maybe Pikmin Bloom by name, or it was completely omitted. <laughs> <laughs> like, people did not. Nobody cares. Yeah. It's truly just a reskin of, it will fit the Pikmin concept well, but it is just mostly a reskin of uh, Pokemon Go. What Pokemon. I think is funny, and this might be me completely talking out of my ass, but I swear I just saw some random game just came out, not affiliated with Nintendo or anything, that was just based on these screenshots and video footage that I briefly saw. I can't remember what it was called, but it was absolutely looked like something trying to capitalize on the gap that Pikmin had left in terms of being like, you're a character with other little characters that follow you and you like tell them to do things and like way way back the overlord game a billion years ago was that kind of thing and it was decent for what it was it was you know kind of fun and um its own thing but i swear i literally just saw some random game came out and i was like oh that's cool because like there's no pikmin games right now and then <laughs> four got announced it will definitely done it because the pikmin series has just been so slow to release and it's I've just not unique played that much you know it. so it really is and they do it very, very well niche gap there i'm sure pikmin 4 will be very very good especially if it's uses the motion controls to switch well oh yeah yeah um oh and then here uh well let's keep doing the good stuff they have they have a new fire emblem game so i'm Which excited looks to really see. cool it does uh, i'm excited i didn't like fire emblem that much but it looks sick <laughs> it does look cool which i'm excited about i'm honestly excited about what they're doing with the game in terms of how that will reflect when those characters become smash characters it's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in like four years yeah <laughs> but it does it looks very very i'm happy for fire emblem fans because it seems like they're it's one of the nintendo affiliated series that seems to genuinely be going well and being iteratively mm -hmm. approved on yeah i played a little bit of three houses and like i like it as someone who's never played a single other one i'm just not very far so I just realized I lied. I did know the Nintendo Direct happened because I remembered, and you haven't gotten to this yet, and so I'm going to make us go to it. Breath Zelda? of the Wild. Yeah, I was going was was to leave it at the end as a joke because <laughs> obviously <laughs> it was the biggest news. It's the like number one thing everybody's been talking about out of it. Oh, yeah. Um, they released pretty minimal information. Uh, I mean, this has a title now. Exactly. Yeah, they got a title, title before. They've the real question is, did they pronounce it? Is it? Tears or tears? I think it's tears. Uh, they didn't say it out loud, which I believe. The uh, the current small scale conspiracy is that that's why it wasn't like the Nintendo Direct isn't a thing in the UK right now because of obviously the Queen's death. So they don't want to tie Tears of the Kingdom <laughs> to her death. So you're like, yeah, no, you can't, you can't <laughs> participate in this. <laughs> that would be brutal. Um. I enjoyed my very brief time with Breath of the Wild. I think it's a beautiful game with a lot of cool systems. I didn't play a lot of it, though. But I really liked the original Breath of the Wild 2 before it was Tears of the Kingdom um, announced trailer from, what, last year the year before? Super cool trailer. So color me excited a little bit. 
yeah, I never made it past fame. I always joke, uh, cause I know a bunch of people who have obviously played a mm-hmm. ton of that game really, really like it at the very beginning of the game. When they're introducing you to all the concepts, the first thing you have to figure out is how to get across the cold area to get to that temple. Yeah. And I have started and replayed the game twice and not immediately figured that out and put the game down and never. (laughs) To be fair, that's, that's about where I stopped too. Not for the same reason, but that's about where I stopped. I just, I've said it before. I love my switch, but I never play it. I think it's the coolest thing ever, but never play it. I I, I mean, you guys have both gotten further than me. I haven't, I haven't even started. I've watched a lot. It's really cool. Brother, my brother played it all the way through, and and he was doing that while while he was living with me, like I don't know, four years ago or something, mm-hmm. like three years ago, three or four years ago at this point. Um, and no, yeah, like I was like, man, this is like a really great game. You know, I I played uh, you know, Breath of the Wild Greek Mythology Edition. <laughs> that game rising. is good, but it's the intro to that game is identical to the Breath of the Wild intro. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a joke. They are identical. I mean, that entire game is just like, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's literally Breath of the Wild Greek Mythology Edition. I mean, it was like, so influential. That one has worked. Uh, several games have. I, people forget Genshin Impact's original marketability was that, hey, they've just stolen a lot of, like, the uh, aesthetics and movement mechanics of Breath of the Wild. And even though it's a completely different game, supposedly, that people have really gotten attached to, it, like, that is a big reason why everybody picked it up and tried it. So people shame oh, the top of Breath of the Wild. Just well, to, I mean, it's it's a good game. It's absolutely. Did it win? I, I don't know if it won game of the year. I would have. It did. hundred percent. Yeah, I, was I would not be surprised. That was very good. Um, then again, there's speaking like eight game of the year winners now. Um, <laughs> there's there's obviously a ton of different categories. Well, there's there's a single game of the year, and then there's like you know action game of the year, best life service game, you know all the like different categories. But there is a, still a single like you know the all penultimate whatever um was that all there was from uh no 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 no, no. so okay, there's a couple ahead. other things well um octopath traveler 2 i assume nobody here is particularly excited about that but that is one of their ips that was relatively successful that has a new one um kirby we the wii version is getting a remaster pretty fun but a local party game not too exciting um the next big hitters the the last big pure win was Bayonetta 3, which will be cool. I've not played the Bayonetta games, but the third one looks very, very good, and it's just a really good game series by who's it, Platinum Games, I'm pretty sure they're called. Who'd make I believe just, it is Platinum Games. Uh, it is. Platinum yeah. tends to have a good track record. Uh, although, sadly, fast. every time I think of Platinum Games now, I think of them... Uh, I don't want to say botching Scalebound, but... Oh, that, yeah. Something went wrong there, and everything points to them going wrong there, which is really sad because, yeah, they otherwise have a a very good reputation Mm -hmm. for quality games. Um, You want to know what else happened? uh, Or was, you know, like I think this was like yesterday or two days ago, you you were talking about a a remake um, Mm -hmm. or remaster. Goldeneye. Oh, I was, I was waiting for this one. Oh, buddy, do I have some fun news for you? Game Pass and Switch and the but online. But guess what? It's not coming. Fucking yes! Oh my god, dude, the fact that Switch online only is just perfect. It's just peak I, Nintendo. I, I the it's so I I do wonder 
is that a technical thing? The answer it's a is licensing no. thing. It's I was gonna say it's almost certainly a licensing thing, and that makes me a little annoyed that I'm assuming that's Nintendo doing that at that point, right? Uh, like was... making some play of like, no, 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 we want we want exclusive online rights to GoldenEye 007, uh, which for those who don't know, whether you be young or whatever, uh, GoldenEye 007 was. I, I'm going to call it the pinnacle of first person shooters in the Nintendo 64 era. It was like, that was the game you play split screen, or that was the shooter that you play split screen on the N64 that like, that's where screen peaking was born. Like it is probably a terrible game. I'm going to be real. I, I, Oh, it's going to be horrible on controller. Yeah. It's going to be awful. It's, it's really, really so, bad. So, 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 so bad. People played but a PC, gonna... which is why Nintendo, like Game Pass was a cool idea. And it might have been cool because people, supposedly it's more playable if you use mouse and keyboard, but it's just borderline unplayable. If you're yeah, do you know to... for, is it PC Game Pass or only console Game Pass? I mean, it's going to be local, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm not going to touch it. I, I, yeah, that's, well, if I recall. it's notable for its multiplayer. Is... It's a solid it, campaign it is, game, but yeah. like, it is the the grandfather of all really of like co-op local couch shooters like i think of it is from that that also the gamecube um james bond nightfire nightfire on nightfire GameCube, so good so good <laughs> and it is a direct descendant of golden eye like i think yeah. halo is massively inspired by golden eye and its success like all these different shooters all point to golden eye it got so many people excited about that genre um even more so than like Doom did, just because it was more accessible, um, and it just such an influential game, and it's pretty cool. But again, like it's all about the multiplayer. Like I never cared about oh, playing yeah, the campaign. For sure. Well, it's because the multiplayer, like everyone's like, ah, oh, dips on odd job because like the hitboxes were yeah. semi accurate for what it was, right? And so like odd job just mm-hmm. sort of everyone, and it's just like dips. But no, I love that game. Like Golden Gun, obviously, was like. A Golden Gun clearly led to so many game modes and other types of games. Um, yeah. And then, oh, dude, like the the remote proximity mines, like <laughs> playing those down in that game was yeah. so freaking funny. Oh, I love it. Uh, it is so upsetting that online is only on the Switch because I'm not going to pay Nintendo $20 to, to play online, which I know I can do a single a month, month without. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's twenty dollars a year, which is like super reasonable. But I'm still not; it's not happening. Um, Splatoon three came out, which I don't know. Have either of you guys played Splatoon one or two? Nope. I didn't know supposedly, until a few days ago that supposedly the third one came they're, out. They're pretty fun games. Supposedly, uh, and uh, yeah, supposedly I, good I believe for it. Kids. Yeah, it's just not marketed towards us at all. It's yeah, but, but like, but have they heard of Plants vs Zombies Garden Warfare? Like. <laughs> This is the uh, third or fourth episode in a row you've mentioned it. I also not think... in a row. It's not in a row. <laughs> yes, last, it is. last week, last week we talked about Do... crafting. <laughs> <games. laughs> no way. When I... you're editing, go back and double check it. It's every episode. <laughs> I really like Blitz for Zombies. Garden. I know you do. So I know. It definitely came up in the first episode. It 100 come came up every single episode. It's it's a great game. I'm just saying, uh, but. Yeah, no, we we have a friend who who's uh they're trying to get Susie to to play uh, Splatoon three, and it's kind of like, well, we don't really want to buy the game, and on top of that, we don't want to buy Nintendo Online to play the game. Yeah, just to play it. Um, 
And so it's just like, yeah, it's, it's probably going to happen. But it does look like a, like a, just a fun, like it looks like a fun game. It looks well-made. Mm-hmm. I always thought yeah. that from the very first one. It looks like a well-made game I would never want to play. I, I mean, like I think, I think Nintendo, obviously similar to Sony, they, they tend to have relatively high quality first per, or first party games, right? So um, obviously there are probably some cash grabs of but... that for Sony. I think Sony, that's kind of come around recently, whereas Nintendo from the very beginning is incredibly protective of their, what they consider their core IPs, and they will not, they're very resistant to put out anything that they see as like low quality versions of those. Whereas like Sony has long been associated with Square Enix, who doesn't have that problem and will gladly <laughs> shove garbage out the door. Um, which the best part of the Nintendo Direct and why people have been dunking on it online is uh, because of all the farming sims that were a part of their Nintendo Direct that gamers could not be less excited about. Because I feel like that's just one of those genres that does not get people excited at all. You like one of those games, maybe. It's probably Stardew Valley, but you are not excited for new ones that are coming out unless it's a new version. That's of fair. Yeah. Like. So they, so... they had five different farming sims as a part of that well it's can, yes. can you name them like i'm curious yeah. like what oh. so why i thought it was funny for square enix so square enix is shitting one out uh car called harvest Vela. um harvest stella not even not even pretending to not be harvest moon there i see nobody is um but not not my favorite name on the list yet there's fey farm uh which is another very very generic one but it's by a new company you know a new competitor in the space probably won't do very well because there's monstrous companies who compete for for uh, the farming sim category and you know stardew valley is already so dominant and so complete um but i was we'll gonna see. say stardew valley is not a monster company though that's a, a dude right it's like one man <laughs> but it's a dude yeah. who's been working on the same game for like seven years yeah, yeah but i'm just team. saying like you you made a comment about like monstrous companies i'm like i wouldn't i wouldn't knock off you know you know discount the the one dude or the the small team concerned eight. particularly it, particularly in yeah. this genre right like I guess this genre is the one where that is the least guaranteed because they have been since before Stardew even came out because of the third one in our series has been what Harvest Moon became was called Story of Seasons, which essentially, again, they kind of switched companies who were leading, being funded by Nintendo to make these games. Um, and the old company took the Harvest Moon IP with them. Um, so it's now turned into Story of Seasons, but somehow Nintendo still owns the rights to all of those games. Because Story of Seasons is remaking the other popular original Harvest Moon game. So Stardew Valley remakes the Game Boy version. And it's pretty explicit about how close it is, especially when the game first started out. Now it's way more complicated. Yeah. But it started mimicking Friends of Mineral Town. The other counterpart to that, more or less, came out a little bit later, but at the same time on the GameCube, that was also very popular. And the last of the popular Harvest Moon games was A Wonderful Life. And that is what Story of Seasons is remaking. And it's... They're not pretending to remake it. They are directly remaking it and adding some stuff, which is funny because they have already re-released that game before, <laughs> just so as pretty, a Harvest Moon game. Funny. Yeah. So there's right, so the rest of them. What are the rest of them? Rune Factory Three, which is a long, long-running uh, series that is again, it's just Harvest Moon with mar- monsters. Um, they and it's not also this is not a new Rune Factory. This is they teased a Rune Factory four and they're making a special version of one that I have tried. It's not Wait, good. What? I didn't like it. Yeah. So is this just is this just the re-release of three or? It's a, a, a similar, even less effort than the GameCube remake. Uh, they're just updating the graphics a little bit and adding like one or two mechanics. 
you know, more or less doing. Okay, like a, like I mean, new mechanics edition. is still like that's that's more than most people do when they re-release the game. Yeah. So. But they're not like touching the graphics, and the core of the game is still the same. Um, and then Altier Rise of Three, three, it has some farming elements. I count these two as like half a farming sim because they are still based on RPG sim farming elements being half the game, and then the other half is typical JRPG combat. And then the final one, and my favorite named game of all time, is Various Daylife, which is a very <laughs> bog-standard JRPG with some farming elements. And they might as well have called it Virtual Chores, because that is exactly what it looks like and sounds like. Uh, this game has no shot of being successful, <laughs> and Nintendo put it in their direct. It could not seem lazier. It is worth looking up just to look at, like, the aesthetic of the game just screams dollar store Stardew. What was what was the name what was the name of it? Various Daylife. Actually, Dollar Store Stardew is a not the right assessment of it because it's a three dimensional game. Um, probably it's a good. Really, is like the Dollar Store version of the GameCube remake, except it has. Oh, it's it's coming combat. to Steam. It's already and... on Steam. Take a look at those. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They the like reviews it. are mostly negative. Yeah, <laughs> they really <laughs> seem to like it. Oh, hey, this is a, yeah, this is a Square Enix one. Wait, so is Square Enix doing two then? At the very beginning, you said Square Enix was yeah. shitting one out. Yeah, yeah, they have wow. two. Oh, admittedly, this is the far worst of the two. Uh, Harvest Stella might end up being, graphically, it's far, far more impressive. They've clearly fleshed out the mechanics a lot deeper. Um, it could end up being good but I really doubt it just because people have tried this, like blending the farming sim with a more traditional like action RPG or JR like JRPG or turn-based RPG. And it just never seems to work because you end up in order to accomplish both, you need to do each in a more shallow fashion. And so it just, yeah. with the farming sim part, if you don't do it like perfectly, it feels like such a chore. Like it instantly goes from fun. I don't know what it is either. I could not describe to you why it's Stardew. I use every second of the day up until 2 a.m. where they force you to go to sleep because I'm so excited to do all the stuff and I'm disappointed what I didn't get to do versus doing this in other games where I'm like, I could not be more bored going through and like taking care of the animals, raising crops, doing all the stuff with the town. It just feels like such, feels a lot shallower and a lot more hollow, whereas in Stardew, it just feels so rewarding. That's probably because it's all he focused on developing at first. I was I was watching the uh, the little like autoplay trailer on Steam while you're talking, mm -hmm. and one of them has a uh, Kylo Ren lightsaber. Yeah, <laughs> it looks it looks really bad. It I don't understand. Uh, at least today on Switch, I guess it was probably part. It was probably just easy for them to acquire, and it's they have a good relationship with Square Square, so they're like ah. Well, yeah, that's fair. We'll just put it on our platform, see if it sells. Just looks so bad to include. Like that series of games, like Harvest Stella, is the best one on there, and nobody's particularly excited about that. And it just got worse and worse and worse as they went, and they were all variations of the same concept. That again is not exciting. So people, when you compare that to what Sony did, which we'll talk about, and like, you know, God of War, and I think they had a couple other really interesting things. Um, it just was yeah. not exciting. Thank you for listening to us talk about the Nintendo Direct. Uh, I've decided to go ahead and split up this episode into three parts. You know, we mainly talk about the Nintendo Direct, the Sony State of Play, and then the Ubisoft Forward event. 
And so uh, I hope you listen to part two, where we talk about the Sony state of play.